that people will criticize you. Not based upon your race, but based upon the idea that you present while using your race to protect and shield yourself from any criticisms. And you don't like that there's white boys like me out there that will call you on your bullshit and not give a fuck. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner that is also jewish and he's actually none of these except you are bearded bearded that is correct is that correct am i I right on this this is a beard this is an actual real beard here it's a real beard it's a real beard it is in fact so therefore you are bearded there we go what's going on ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in today we got some snow last night it was uh, about 8 8 30 um and go outside and it's coming down out there yeah. and go figure, you know, you go to Europe for the holidays and you expect to get snow and all it does is piss on you for like 11 fucking days and you come home and you get snow in Texas. It's like, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Fucking Greta Thunberg. She called it. She called it. Damn it. We should have listened, folks. We should have listened out of the mouth of babes, <laughs> although they're alcohol fetal related looking babe, but still. Still, you know, uh, we should have we should have known better that our our intelligent adult brains couldn't grasp or comprehend what her tiny one could. All nineteen years of it, just brilliance. Yeah, brilliance. Really ahead of her time there. So much. We are living in an age. Her and Al Gore. <sighs> Children truly do have the power. John Kerry. Oh my God! Yeah, Biden sniffing them. Yeah. Biden sniffing them. Kids have the power. Well. As per usual, we'll go ahead and segue into advertising for Shellshock after that weird fucking little... Okay. <laughs> okay, then. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. You can check it out. We are the fastest growing CBD brand in the nation. We appreciate all of your love and support. Check out our Rackout gummies. They are CBD and melatonin with no THC. It will knock you the hell out. This is combat veteran tested, combat veteran approved. Why? Because I'm that combat veteran. Therefore, what I say goes. Take it as you wish. But still, now we get a lot of great reviews from combat veterans dealing with PTSD. This does insanely well for helping them achieve a good night's sleep. Look, if you if you take me at my word, go try it. And we also offer a money back guarantee. That's how um, committed we are. Uh, Josh and I have been doing this for three years. We love this business. We love getting to help people. And again, we say, give us the opportunity to earn your business before you go to these big pharmacy, big whatever the case may be. Give us a shot. We're Americans. It's made by Americans that love America. So there you have it. Again, those are the Rackout gummies. And you can use code SAVAGE, I believe, will also save you 10%. So there you go. And also, don't forget, uh, rest of this month, I think we had a week left. Spend $50 or more on ShellshockCBD.com. No code needed. 
and you're entered to win an iPhone 14. We're going to announce the winner at the end of this month. No, this is not a joke. It's real. We got the iPhone right here. Just waiting to give it away. Just just, just waiting to give it to some lucky person out there. 128 gigs. That's a lot of gigs. It's a lot of gigs. I love the size of your gig. Just massive gigs. Massive gigs. So again, $50 or more at shellshockcbd.com. Once again, that is shellshockcbd.com. Oh, man. <sighs> Ukraine is becoming concerning. In a sense of, it's, dude, I get this weird feeling that America got might get roped into this by actually, I mean, like, fighting. Might get roped into? No, I'm talking I, about, no, no, we're roped in, yeah. but to the point where we actually now have troops engaging. And I'm not going to lie, it's got me very nervous because we're sending tanks, we're sending money. Look, I hate to say this, Bush did this during the Iraq invasion. There was no declaration of war. He did it anyway. Biden could easily do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we're basically there. We, are, we already have troops on the ground in advisory roles. Now we're sending the most recent article. Let's go ahead and get into it, folks. The most recent article um, is that the U.S. now set to approve Abrams' main battle tanks for Ukraine. The White House is set to approve sending advanced M1 Abrams main battle tanks to Ukraine, U.S. officials said Tuesday, reversing a months-long policy of resisting the repeated calls of Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky for the same. The U.S. announcement is expected to spark a similar one by Berlin approving Poland's request to transfer German-made Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine, according to one official. Now, a study, or I think it was a study by the, by the Pentagon, had said that they don't advise doing this because essentially they said they cannot teach them the complexities of the M1 Abrams tank because you can't just excuse me when we say um put it this way the abrams tank is not one of those that you just turn a wheel and shoot this is a highly electronic computerized system so you can't just hand it over to somebody and expect them to know what the hell they're doing so and also ukrainian military has no idea about any of this stuff they don't train on it they, they, they train on outdated stuff for the most part like hand crank things like that um, American armament, it, it, you, it's got like, you have to read the book on this. You've got to read the instruction, man. You can't just take this thing and go fucking blast some rounds. Otherwise you're going to get yourself killed. And that's why they're like, initially they were saying, we don't want to send these tanks because we, we have to go to in-depth training. Now it's looking like, fuck it. We're going to send it anyway. The only reason you would do something like that is for appearances. If you know for a fact saying, look, this is the playbook. This is the way that you have to go. This is the right pathway forward. And it makes common sense. You don't give a four-year-old the keys to a fucking Ferrari and expect them to go, no, you've got to train that person. Well, granted, they're not, not a four-year-old, but still, you, you get the gist of it. So, bad move. Bad move. So let's actually take a step back and look what America has actually committed to the war in Ukraine. Number one, we are sending billions of dollars. Number two, we actually do have troops in Ukraine in advisory roles. We have troops in Poland. We have troops surrounding it. They are there. They're positioned. They're ready to go. And now we're sending tanks to Ukrainian troops. Folks, my God, like it's we are right on the precipice of engaging in another war, another forever war. And it's just, it's bit by bit, it's inch by inch, yeah, it's piece by piece. And then you suddenly wake up and you're on the front lines going, because I was, I was thinking about that on the way here. I posted a video yesterday on Ukraine and I totally understand why, but they have that forced uh, conscription. Like you will go and serve. So there's these trucks uh, with police running around. And if you're a male, they come out, they grab you, they throw you in the truck and then they send you to the front and you're going to go fight. They hand you a rifle and uniform, say, here you go, we're being invaded. Folks, imagine if that happened in America. Imagine if we got into a world war and that actually got that bad and it happened in America because it's possible. Don't think that it's not. It is entirely possible. We live in this bubble of safety and I feel like we just, we get so complacent like, well, you know, it'll never happen. My God, we said the same thing about like what, what happened with the world trade. 
We are not as safe as we think we are. The government gives the impression that we are. We're not. We're really not. Especially with a wide open border. Jesus. You ain't even lying yeah, on that Yeah, like one. millions and millions of people. Like the yeah. guys that were just arrested up in New York mm-hmm. for stealing thousands of dollars worth of Macy's. merchandise from Macy's. At least, you know what? Yeah. At least those Mexicans have class. I will give them that. <laughs> Is that at least a, they have some class. Looking at Walmart, Macy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they picked a good one. Good for you. Yeah. You got some class, guys. You're adjusting to American culture very well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah, like I said, the, the, the pathway is set forward. The president knows what we have to do and what we shouldn't be doing as far as giving them these Abrams tanks, and he's doing it anyway. So that just tells me it's an optic. You're giving them a system they cannot actually and effectively use. So I'm just, I'm shocked at this. I'm just really shocked. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. not at all. It's no. uh, I figured it was just a matter of time before America got back, uh, where these douchebags got... Yeah. Our troops back over there I fighting, just fighting another war. I just, I, I fig- dude, it hasn't even, it wasn't even a year. We just left Afghanistan. I figure, give us, because every 10 years, America has a conflict. I think it's every 10 to 20 years, we have a conflict. War, whatever you want to call it, peacekeeping operation, uh, presence, patrol, whatever you want to say. But now it's like, gee, we didn't even give it a fucking year. Damn. Tanks are still warm. No shit. Oh my gosh, man. We, we didn't, the ink isn't even dry on the ceasefire from the last yeah. one. My God. It's like war hawks. It, it is. It's warmongering. And folks, look, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, wherever you may be, and you have kids, it's going to be them. It's going to be them that get sent. Now, we didn't do a draft in the Middle Eastern war, in the war on terror. But I'm telling you, this Ukrainian conflict, it ain't like that. You've got world access players in this now. You've got Russia. You've got China. China's waiting do not get it twisted. China is sitting there. They're chilling, but don't push them. China will get involved. Who else do you think would join Russia and China? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just because. Turkey. I want to say there'd be a lot of Middle Eastern that would naturally side with them. Yeah. A lot of Middle East because we've wronged a lot of people. And if it ever came down to that, the oil thing is going to be a massive issue because now it's like the Middle East with the oil, Russia with the oil, Ukraine with the oil, and we're, we'd be forced to become more self-sustaining, which is kind of a good thing, but for the wrong reasons, I guess, or the wrong situation. So I feel like Biden getting involved in this to the extent that he has in Ukraine, you're pulling us down this rabbit hole of this is what... It, now, look, I am not saying that we should, we should run from a fight. So that's where I'm trying to make the differential here. It's not that I'm saying we ever run from a fight. It's that the fight needs to be justified. Now, here's the thing. Do I think Russia is going to take Ukraine? I I think so. I think eventually Russia will take Ukraine. Might take a few years. It's going to be another forever war, but I think they will. I don't feel like all of the, it's it's either they will in a few years or NATO is going to get involved and we have a world war and that's all there is to it. And then it just gets solved within a shorter amount of time. Because as soon as U.S. enters into it, like, don't think it's just that NATO. That's it. That's it. We're, we're in. We're all in. And now it is a, an, uh, an America versus Russia in Ukraine. In Ukraine. This is like the Super Bowl of world wars fought on a fucking foreign turf. It's like, this is ridiculous. The more that we get involved. But the reason I'm saying that, like, I don't feel like this would be us running from a fight, is if Russia takes Ukraine, that's as far as they go. Russia does not want to take on the EU. Russia does not want to take on NATO. They don't want to take on the U.S., even with China backing them. But they will. 
if we force it. But I feel like if they take Ukraine, they're just taking back a lot of what they originally had. Then America and the EU got involved. It's like, look, we need to just stay the fuck out of this. We are dealing like your sons and daughters are going to be suffering the sins of what our, what our fathers did. What the Obama administration helped facilitate and the EU, it's going to be your sons and daughters that are going to get sent to go fight and die on some foreign soil because rich, corrupt politicians just wanted to get more power and richer. The innocent die for the guilty. That's why you have to starve the military-industrial complex. No wonder recruitment numbers are so low. People are watching. Like, put, I, go ahead. Sorry. I wouldn't want to join the military right now. Fuck under no. any democratic leadership, because you just look what's going on. They're pushing it right back into pushing us right back into a war. Yeah, and it's all about money for them. Money means power. They yeah. they could care less about lives. Yep. If they did, they wouldn't be doing this shit. Exactly. They don't care. <clears throat> so why should you? But yeah. Just, I was thinking about that on the way into work today, driving in. <clears throat> I was like, what if they did that? In, uh, what if they brought back a draft in the military? Because the war in Ukraine is not popular right now. <clears throat> not for a lot of conservatives like it was for Iraq and Afghanistan. I feel like half the country is split. Democrats are naturally going to, they support it. They, you know, they virtue signal about it all over. I think conservatives are like, no, this, I mean, the conservative party is split. So like where you and I stand, we're like, a, like maybe a fourth or rather a third. Yeah. We're not, there's not many of us. No, there isn't. And that's scary. That's really scary. But our numbers will grow as time progresses. As, because just same with any kind of war, folks. The war in Vietnam, the war in Iraq, as it goes, when it initially launches, it gains a lot of steam because there's a lot of virtue signaling. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of social justice warrior, a lot of signs, blah, 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 blah. And then something changes. The news turns a little bit and you start seeing something that you never expected to see because you always are taught to think that war is glorious. You start to see these brown boxes draped in flags being pulled off of these aircraft at these airports. And you see crying widows in funerals across cemeteries in America. And then you start to see the penalties of what actually we stood for unjustly might I add you see it's all fun and games when you're on the attack but when you start to start seeing the the repercussions of your choices you start to really question were my choices justified should I have made this choice was I manipulated folks I'm only 38 years old and I can tell you right now when I was 17 and the Iraq war kicked off there was so much propaganda so much propaganda that I look back now, it's like, how did I not see that? A lot of people didn't. Like, we all, they gave us somebody to hate. They yep. gave us somebody to hate. And now we have Russia. Now, I'm not saying Russia's good, just like I'm not saying the Taliban are good. But sometimes it's one of those things of, it ain't my pig, it ain't my farm. Exactly. And America has done enough world policing. We have so many issues here at home that we got to deal. You talked about an open southern border, yeah. a shit economy. Our money, we are leaking into this war, and Ukraine is losing. Don't listen to the media. They are losing. And what happens once it's all over? What happens when Ukraine falls? I'm just saying. I know. It's not like... <laughs> what happens when it they're falls? They're not retaining this, that land. Yeah. 
That's it. And then all that money with it, it's, it's, it's up in smoke. Who was it that just took like $600 million and fl- and fled to Israel? One of the... The Afghanistan president? Uh, no, no, no. It was one of... Um, I was like, I don't think it was Israel. Ukraine. One of Ukraine's guys. One oh, of- oh, yeah, yeah. We got the story on that. Oh, yeah. Let's... You know what? Let me step down off my soapbox real quick because we have some other news to cover. <laughs> but no, and you know, I say this from, from the bottom of my heart. I don't want to see American sons and daughters, uh, still somewhat my generation, still somewhat... Go marching off to fight this war. I just, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see you getting killed over there. And, you know, I, I would encourage you to watch a lot of this footage that I'm sharing on Instagram of this war. And I'm going to try and do better to, to show you more of the actual atrocities of war. I shared a few, video, a few videos on um, some light infantry versus armor, some trench warfare, uh, some other um, mortar, artillery. I want you to see the effects of war. I want you young men and women that are of military age that are considering joining this military. I want you to look at this and I want this to have a real impact on you because this is what you could potentially could be getting into. Do not sit there and say, oh, John's just trying to scare. I'm not. I'm saying this is feasible. This could be real. We got roped into Iraq so fucking quick. My God, the World Trade Centers fell and within a year we were in Afghanistan. Ladies and gentlemen, it's already been almost a year since this Ukraine war kicked off, and we are teetering on the brink of entering in. We get very complacent and lackadaisical in our observance and consumption of the news because it's like, ah, just another day. But then when you really stop to think about what's actually about to happen, what we're about to enter into, and the next thing you know, you're going to wake up five years down the road looking around saying, what the, how did we get here? How the hell did we get here? If we don't put the brakes on this thing now, and folks, that's why I call out the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the uh, McCarthy's that agreed with this war in Ukraine that are funding it, they are going to be the ones that send you off to go fight and die in this. Do you really think they're going to pump the brakes when it comes to committing troops after they've committed so much money? No, because they've already justified sending money and they'll rationalize and justify sending your sons and daughters. They will do the same thing. And here's the deal. If they can't make quota and they want to complete, they want to do this, they'll force you. And then suddenly, the feminists, you're back in the kitchen. Suddenly, you don't want it. You don't want the equality. Making terrible meals. Making terrible meals. Spreading your butthole on OnlyFans just to buy your freaking husband that got drafted uh, military equipment. It's the truth. Yeah. And, you know, I keep talking or I keep seeing this whole World Economic Forum thing about, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this one. It feels like what's at the forefront of their talks is depopulation because they're saying, I think even Elon Musk has commented on this many times where he says we are overpopulated. The world cannot sustain this population. I don't, what does that even mean? Like, basically, it's kind of like enough land they can't feed everybody. Exactly, where you know, the ratio tips to if where you teach people how to farm. Yeah, you know, be self sufficient. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have this problem because I, I, I want to say they there's enough food to feed everybody in the world. Well, like, my God, look what look at what America produces and then trashes. Go to yeah. a restaurant and then go do, do go dig through their dumpster. No, don't do that. That's weird. <laughs> 
Hey, John Burke told me to do it. I just got to look at something real quick. Don't look at me like that. Stop judging me. No. The, uh, just in the military, my God, like the stuff that didn't get eaten, get eaten. That was actually still good food, steaks, burgers, donuts, pastry, everything. It would get thrown away. We, we trash so much. We make so much. We are, we were talking about this, uh, matter of fact, Tyler and I were talking this on a drive the other day and we talked about this uh, burger place. He wanted to go eat it. And it's like, yeah, man, their burgers are huge though. It's like a half pound patty. And then he's like, you know, because we were making a comparison of like a McDonald's, like their, their patties are just insane. Like it's so small. I said, like, but think about what America is accustomed to now as far as our portion sizes. We expect big, large, a lot of it versus smaller, medium, because you shouldn't be like stuffing yourself to the point of being full and gluttonous. It's, not, it's meant to hold you over to the next meal. And it was just, it was examples like that. It's like, we've become a very gluttonous country. And that's also reflected in our obesity rates. Yeah. We're a fat, we're a bunch of fucking fat asses is what it is. That's what America's turned into. And it never used to be that way because you know how they talk about how hard times create uh, good men or some shit and then soft times create soft men. We've had a lot of soft times. We've been, we've been fucking living on pillows, baby. We've been living on pillows, sleeping on pillows. I mean, just walking like, uh, landing in cotton. And now we're about to hit some fucking hard stone if we don't pull out of this. And then and the sad thing is, man, I don't think we will. I don't think our society is going to pull out of this anytime soon. I think it's going to get worse. I do too. I think it's going to get much worse. And uh, dude, I'm not going to lie. There, there's two ways to look at this. When you put the phone down and you look outside, the world continues. The streets are not on fire. There's no racism to the level that social media claims it is. Yeah, I've seen transgender people here and there, but they're not everywhere. And again, this is not one of those live and let live spiels that I'm giving. You don't take it that way. But, but then you go online and the world is burning. The racism is rampant. There's shootings everywhere. It's a matter of statistical ratios if you think about it. Like... What is the likelihood of you being involved in a drive-by shooting? Very, very small, depending on where you go. Where is the, what is the likelihood of you getting mugged, raped, murdered, whatever the case may be? Very, very small, depending on where you go. But we take, for example, as well as like a police brutality issues. It's like, yeah, you have 750,000 cops, but of them, how many issues do you have? Single percentile, that's small. That's a very tiny ratio. Does that justify? No, that's not what I'm saying. But social media focuses in with a microscope on that one single percentile and makes you think that it is the majority when in fact it is not. And that's what social media does. And we get accustomed to that. But the things that are so glaringly obviously in our face, like Ukraine, we just cast aside so lightly. It's like, no, this is what we should be focusing on. This is real. The racism stuff, that's not real. That's not as big as you, again, this is what gets them clicks. It's what gets them money. Money, again, being the root of all evil and a driving source behind why they're fabricating so much of this bullshit to get you to click so they can line their pockets by creating controversy and diversity. They have created the disease and also the cure. <laughs> that's how smart the MSM is. It's brilliant. But again, the things we should be focusing on, like Ukraine, that involves the entire world, we're just like the left's like, oh, yeah, it's the part of Ukraine, put a pin in. The right's kind of like, well, the one half of the right, or at least two thirds of the right, like, yeah, send money, you know, we don't, blah, blah, blah. and then, you know, the one third, like us, like, can we just stop? Can we, we feel like, bro, 
we're we're still wiping the shit off our own head from having our heads up on our own ass from like the war of terror. It's like you guys are still over there with your heads up your ass. Like you still haven't seen like shit your head out and then wake the fuck up. But oh my god, and that's why we're never gonna be on Fox because my uh, my examples are just really <laughs> graphic. <laughs> yeah, sad to see. All right, Dave Chappelle slams behavior of protesters at his show over transphobic claims. Dave Chappelle doesn't take issue, or he doesn't care if people take issues with his jokes, but he warned cancel culture is in danger of taking the nuance out of speech. The 49-year-old comedian has been targeted by protesters who have accused him of making transphobic jokes, and he insisted that those out to campaign again are not speaking from a place of love, but because they need to be feared. He said, man, this guy, I will tell you what, He's a very intelligent man. Yeah. Dave Chappelle's a very, the way he words his, like he makes some very good points. And I'm not trying to say that just because he's a comedian, but he's a very funny guy, but he's also very, he's very eloquent. He, he phrases these things very well. I'm very impressed with this. He said, there's a thing they do where they deliberately obscure what I think they believe is the intent of my work to make a moment out of it. And I don't think they work necessarily or they, that work necessarily, necessarily merits you know what I mean? Oh, let me read that again. There's a thing they do where they deliberately obscure what I think they believe is the intent of my work to make a moment out of it. I don't know that the, okay, can't understand that. But he says, I'm not even mad that they take issue with my work. Good, fine, who cares? What I take issue with is the idea that because they don't like it, I'm not allowed to say it. And he's got a point on that. Uh, art is nuanced endeavor. I have a belief that they are trying to take the nuance out of speech in American culture, that they're making people speak as they're either on the right or the left. Everything seems absolute, and any opinion I respect is way more nuanced than these binary choices they keep putting up in front of us. I don't see the world in red or blue. And, you know, Dave Chappelle is by far, don't, don't get it twisted, he's not a conservative. He's not a Republican. This guy, he's kind of like centered. He's pretty much centered. You think so? Yeah. I don't think I, so. No, I think he was once a Democrat. But I think, this, I think this, he's still a Democrat. Moderate, I would say. I think he's a moderate. He's not like the progressive Democrat. Still, yeah, I mean, yeah same uh, side. I'm, yeah, I get it. I've heard some of his stances, and it sounds like he's more Democrat than anything else. Well, the point that I'm making Which here, though. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean, but the thing that I'm saying is that, like I said before, the, the Democrats, like, you don't have enemies. You make enemies. You're making Chappelle your own enemy. And you don't have to do that. They, they, well, they cancel everybody else. Exactly. Look, when you start to cancel everybody and you get, you know, this thirst for power, yeah. because now you have, you can... You know, end somebody's career, yep. ruin somebody's life. And once you start checking these people off and now you're getting to Dave Chappelle, yeah, we'll see. I mean, didn't he like have a show canceled? Like they kicked no. him out or something like that. They, they, they shut tried. down his his uh his venue, but he had to move to another venue yeah. and all this other so I mean They've tried and it just He's on the trans radar. Uh, that's just how it's always gonna JK be. JK Rowling, Dave Chappelle. Uh they they even about they were about to go after Mark Hamill. They still are. They, and Mark yeah. Hale, I guarantee he messed up. He was just kind of like, he saw the tweet and the tweet said, you know, I'm the definition of empowered. And I think JK Rowling retweeted and he liked her retweet instead of like liking yeah. the original. And, and bro, just for liking, for liking something, they, they, they arm them, they weaponize themselves. Like, ah, we must march. Put your something yeah. rings in and dye your hair. Not ah! until all Like a those... bunch of fucking orcs from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We march. 
let's not until all those douchebags come together and condemn the trans yeah. community and and start to condemn the yeah. pedophilia yep. and all this other shit that goes it on. It only continues to grow. Yeah, it'll continue to happen. Yeah. So folks, the I, trans you you nailed it. You nailed it. You've got to speak out against it and not be afraid because folks, this is a culture war. It is here. It's on your face. Yeah. It's here. But if you don't say anything. And you think it's just one of those of like, hey, live and let live. You've already lost the battle because, look, live and let live is what got us into the situation to begin with. We didn't condemn the stupidity because, look, we a society has to have rules. It's got to have a set of morally guiding principles. Otherwise, it leads to what we've got now. Now, look, I'm not for enforcing those rules or making people, but through public shame and humiliation, yes, it, there was a standard of code of morals that we would have. And we would try and do our best to live by them because it kept us morally straight. But now we've like ventured so far off the path of like normalcy into degeneracy that now it's like, oh, let's fuck your kids. Let's dance in front of them naked. Like, dude, let's cut off their genitals. Like, how the fuck did we get here? The same way I'm talking about Ukraine. We just kind of were very just, you know, silent and not really caring, live and let live. It doesn't affect me, you know, as long as they don't force their shit. And that's all they did was do that. And the next thing you know, five years down the road, here the fuck we are. Yeah. See, and all they're going to do now is deny it. They just deny it. It's not really happening. It's right fucking here. Like none of those points are debatable. No. Like you're not going to no. have a debate with a trans person yeah. and change their mind about something. No, For God, the most no. part. I mean, yeah. I, so it's, it's just not even worth it to engage. In yeah. the, well, look at these, look at these transgender individuals that transition back. And then they come out on social media and they just start doing the interviews and the trans community doesn't denies their existence. There was that one trans activist, I forget, or no, it was a, it was a woman. She's like, detransitioning de de is not a thing. It's like, lady, it happens a lot. Yeah. They just don't talk about it. Press suppresses it. They don't want people to see these stories. Like even the Navy or the fucking Green Beret dude or whoever who transitioned back was like, yeah, I was used as a ploy or a, um, a toy. She's like, yeah, you were. And you should have woke up and seen that. They were like encouraging you to do this, to use you as a figurehead, to push a political narrative. They don't give two fucks about you. And until these people start waking up to how they're like being manipulated for certain other people to either make money or push a cause, it's just going, you are meat for the meat grinder. And they don't give a fuck about you because if you turn on them, they cancel you. They deny your very existence or your identity. The very same thing that they claim to be fighting for, which is just peak irony for me. Yeah. And that's why it's like, and you're, all, you're on this side? You choose to be on this side? Why? You think you are morally right? You're in fact the exact opposite. You do not have science and logic. What you have is a very slippery slope by the smart SJWs that have tried to merge logic and political narrative. Like science, for example. Culture came in and we influenced our scientists to say, hey, this is the result you're going to have, right? It's like, well, that's not how. It's like, no, this is the result of the study, right? Well, yeah, I don't want to be canceled. See, yeah, science supports the fact that, that women can be men and men can be women. Please don't fire me. Folks, that's what it's turned into. And how did we allow it? Hey, just don't put it in front of my face, you know. Nope. Because they when do liberals ever stop? When do Democrats ever stop? They don't. It's literally you give them an inch, and the next thing you know, you got a freaking Colin Kaepernick long football field. That's what you got. Look at the Second Amendment. My God, look at the First Amendment. My God, hate speech. Get out, get this seriously. Hate speech. When in the history of America did you ever think? And all hate speech is, it's founded. And minority fragility. Oh, oh, I can play these games. I can play these games and I play them even. It's founded in minority fragility. 
You don't like the fact that people will criticize you. Not based upon your race, but based upon the idea that you present while using your race to protect and shield yourself from any criticisms. And you don't like that there's white boys like me out there that will call you on your bullshit and not give a fuck. Dude, I get accused of being a racist like every fucking day. He's like, you're such a racist. Like, prove it. Prove it. You can't because racism is a buzzword. There's no meaning to it anymore. How can they choose to be on the side is beyond me. I, I really don't know. But here we are. Uh, what was that saying? It's like uh, those that are forced to have common sense have like a very difficult life because they're forced to face those that don't have it at all. <laughs> like, uh, oh, my God. And Athena's over here farting. That's great. Oh, my God. Whew. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Um, we were ta- you talking about earlier about, uh, damn, we got a good show today. This is a good, good fucking show. I like it. It's really heating up. Really fucking heating up. My penis is hard. Zelensky purges top nine officials as Ukraine corruption allegations linger. Nine senior government officials have now been purged in Ukraine as part of President Zelensky's response to widespread allegations of corruption across his administration. Four deputy ministers and five regional governors were sacked by Ukraine's cabinet on Tuesday, according to the Telegram channel of Oleg Nemechimnov, the Secretary of Cabinet of Ministers. Uh, Ukraine's Deputy Prosecutor General Alinsky also announced his resignation on the same day as Breitbart News reported. The clearout follows months of allegations that some of Ukraine's top leaders were profiting from the bloody conflict with Russia, buying military food at inflated prices and taking luxury holidays as their countrymen fight in Russia's invasion. What? No. Honestly, I'm just surprised that somebody's reporting it. Yeah, you no know, shit. But I, I, I would venture a guess that you're not going to see this on CNN. You're not going to see this on MSNBC. Uh, you know, what? let's just let's just let's look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, fuck it. let's do a little social what experiment. Fuck it. Let's go pull up CNN. What are those cocksuckers up to? What are, what are we reporting on? All right, top. Biden says we all want to end this war. The announcement comes just two hours after Germany said it will send Leopard two tanks. Um, uh, Trump and Biden team see Pence disclosure classified. Uh, Earth's inner core may have stopped turning and could go into reverse study. Okay. No, nothing, nothing, nothing on there at all. How many, how many times is Trump's name on there on their website? Uh, let me look at this. Okay. A Trump right there. One, uh, Trump two. Trump seeks deployment. Pence discomfort. Winter storms. Cancer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, tank, NATO, Russian, phone text, no high ranking officials are defecting. CNN exclusive high ranking Russian officials are defecting. This man is aiding them. Kremlin responds, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, complete opposite. Anti-Trump stuff, as always. That's why CNN is losing credibility. And then uh, Russian officials are defecting, trying to paint it as if Russian is lo- Russia is losing this war. This is, folks, this is why it's so dangerous. Now, listen, folks, if you take anything away from this podcast right now, this show, this, this, this show by itself, take this part out, okay? Right now, the propaganda-driven press is painting this situation in a completely different manner entirely. Ukraine is losing. Russia is winning, but they are painting it as if Russia is losing. Now, the real effect is going to happen very soon. It eventually will, be it now or 10, 20 years. It will happen. And all the press did was run lies and lie to the American public, again, to push this narrative that we all need to unite against Russia. The press should be neutral in this. You report just the facts so people can see what's going on because now we don't actually have a large-scale, accurate view of what's going on on international affairs. You've got propaganda. You've got lies. Therefore, you cannot make accurate judgment calls. You can't. The whole thing, it's, again, it's, it's, you've, you've poisoned it. This is what CNN does. 
Now, don't get it wrong. Fox does that again, but not to the extent that CNN does. This is why CNN, a lot of them, they're hemorrhaging money. People get tired of like going, and this is the, the beautiful part about it. If you really think about it, the left embodies CNN. They love CNN. CNN is the teat of misinformation that they suck on daily and then regurgitate to their following of fucking idiots. But the problem is CNN has gotten so many things wrong that these followers, the the regurgitators of misinformation are tired of looking stupid because of CNN. So they stop watching CNN. Makes sense to me, doesn't it? That's how you lose your audience because the left and the right are very, very guilty of this of standing on a specific political side and making it their entire identity in groupthink. So if Biden or the DNC say one thing, they repeat it with no thinking. It is literally an army of repetitive drones. That's it. There is no independent thinking. They are against that. And that's why I warn you, on the right, when they do this, this is dangerous because you do not have room for free or critical thought. None. So this is why CNN is hemorrhaging. The people that had their identity wrapped in them are starting to look stupid, and they don't like that. They don't like being wrong. So at heart, maybe they're trying to do it for the right reasons. They're just on the wrong fucking side, listening to the wrong fucking people. I saw a post about that woman uh, from the Young Turks. I forget her name. She's the crazy one. Uh, Sinks co-host i forget her name anyway I don't know. she's just a mad whatever she's got some, such an annoying voice and she tried saying in the statement that cubans and americans have the song the same life expectancy and i'm like wait what excuse me are, are you kidding me on this where, where are you getting this information from just the simple fact that they don't have the same type of medical capabilities that america does and that's not saying hey we're better we're just saying no they are an impoverished group of people are you kidding me? Their food? No. You're out of your fucking mind. But they say these things, and I'm just kind of like, wait, what? Where are you getting this from? Anna Kasparian, thank you. And always they'll reference some study that's done by a leftist-leaning progressive fucking group of people. I was like, well, no wonder. So when somebody like tries quoting, well, this study is like, I don't, I don't buy into studies anymore. All these studies are skewed. Speaking of this, and losing your identity. Washington Post lays off 20 staffers, shuts down gaming and kids sections. Washington Post laid off 20 of its newsroom staffers and discontinued its gaming section and kids post. Their news and future features section aimed at children. The outlet announced on Tuesday. While such changes are not easy, evolution is necessary for us to stay competitive and the economic climate has guided our decision to act now. Washington Post executive editor uh, Sally Busby wrote in a note to staff, we believe these steps will ultimately help us to fulfill our mission to scrutinize power and empower readers. That's not your job. You see, they, they admit it right there to scrutinize power. So all you are is a long arm of a social justice movement. So you're not about news. Well, I've got news for you. People don't want that anymore. They're tired of it. We get politics shoved in our face left and right everywhere you go. It doesn't matter. It's in football. It's in baseball. Now it's in fucking hockey. It's in NASCAR. Everywhere you stick your face, there's nothing but fucking politics and woke social BS. So people are getting sick of it. They're getting fed up with it. And the only time you corporations, the only time you really ever listen is when they punch you in the wallet. Hence, you're getting punched. Now, of course, you will never bend the knee openly. You will never admit or acknowledge and say, oh, okay, well, you know what? 
We're going to stick to doing news because we're losing ratings because people are getting tired of our propaganda. You're never going to admit that. Instead, you're going to you're going to adopt a narrative like this. You're going to meet. You're going to again. It's literally you're you're violating on the boat while it's fucking sinking. That's what you're doing. It's been an honor, sir. <laughs> sir, it's been an honor. It has been a joy. <laughs> it's the truth. So when they make these posts like this, like we're here to empower readers and scrutinize power. Your ship is sinking. You're trying to save face, but I do feel you are going to try and get back to doing just the fucking news because I got news for you. No pun intended. If there was an organization that did just that without a political slant, you'd probably be crushing it right now. Like, think about this. This is such a far-fetched idea. A news organization that promotes only facts. That's it. That's literally it. In Cuba today, there was an earthquake that killed 13 people, blah, 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 and that's it. But the president also says that he wants a nip. Just what happened? Just report the facts. That's all, just the facts, ma'am. That's all you got to do. You would crush it because everybody on Fox, everybody that's tired of CNN and the rest of them, they're like, I just want the straight scoop. And there you have it. It's one of my uh, go-to websites is justthenews.com. Mm-hmm. John Solomon, he's a uh, solid, solid reporter. That's good. I got to check that out. Well, there you have, so, yeah, Google. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I got to post this article today. Google's laying off a shitload of employees, too. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Like somebody had been there for like 16 years or something. That's the article I pulled. Yeah. And he's like, make no mistake. They don't view you as anything but just a number. Okay. Uh, I read yeah. that. Like this dude had Ones been there for and zeros. <laughs> idiot this dude had been there for 16 years and they shit canned him he's not getting retirement from them he's gonna start all over but he he does this op-ed i think or he does this interview is they view us as just the number blah 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 it's like wait a minute hold on let me let me stop you right there there bud like okay the same group of big tech people that helped influence elections that helped hide results, that helped bump certain results to the higher amount of Googles being uh, Googled, whatever the case may be, manipulating the news cycle by what you feature on your shit. You're telling me you think they have a conscience? You're telling me you think they give two fights a money operation, you idiot. The very same side that helps to encourage canceling people. You see, Google is like China. They just set. They do their little things in the back end. They're kind of like, well, we're going to promote this. When people Google Hunter Biden, we're going to bump those stories. But they're not very loud about it. How often do you see news about yeah. Google manipulation? It's normally. Is that even legal to mess with like, the algor- algorithms where people are searching? It's their company. They can do whatever they want. All right. I don't know. I have to look into that. But I, I think I it don't is. I know that it's legal. FCC should be getting involved. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not for that. I mean, because so, it's not like how... They do do that, though. There's no delight. If, if it's Facebook legal... Facebook and Twitter talked about how they suppressed the Hunter Biden story. Google did, too. Yeah. They 100% well, yeah. did, too. They all did. So it, I don't think it's illegal. It's their business. They can do whatever they want. It's not a federal organization. But mm. if we have the FCC, the FEC, and all these other groups, and then you have to abide by, like, to me, it's kind of like, is there a law against... Yeah, but, but if you're again, doing that and saying that you're not doing it, I feel like there's a lawsuit there because it's misleading your consumers. So if people are going to business, Google yeah. to figure stuff out and you're saying, no, 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 these are just the results. Yeah. And then I don't come know. to find out that, I mean, if you don't know that Google is doing that anyway, mm-hmm. you're just not paying attention. Oh, yeah. So but a lot of people aren't paying attention, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I got a feeling that 
Google is going the way of AOL and Yahoo. I think so. Know, where they're going to be. It was sad because DuckDuckGo was on the up and coming. And then they just basically did the did same, the same thing. thing. Yeah. They did the same fucking thing. Yeah. They got a little thread and the DuckDuckGo fell. And everybody's like, yeah, fuck them. They caved. They, yeah. they went woke. Yeah. It sucks. But that's just the way it is. But I just find it like, again, it's peak irony when these, these big tech companies, these, these journalist companies, you start laying motherfuckers off because you're hemorrhaging money. Nobody's buying your shit anymore. You're losing subscribers and you wonder why. It's like, all right, well then go down with the ship, go bankrupt. I'm for it. Like the more that we get rid of these propaganda outlets, the better off we are. It's free. Look, it's freedom of the press. I'm not saying it's not, but people also have the freedom not to buy and consume your bullshit. Take it for what it is. I don't give a fuck, but it is. I mean, I mean. Our author in the uh, in the chat says it is legal. It is. I, f- I thought it was. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Who's though. author though? Is he, is he a lawyer? Like, how does he, how does he know? His name is Arthur. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just by virtue of his name being uh, Arthur, he's in the he chat. Knows. He's a listener. Uh, he's obviously <laughs> like, a smart man. <laughs> oh my god! Nothing against you, Arthur. I'm not not knocking you. I'm just saying that we just took a random poll off the street. You walk up, say, like, "Hey, is it?" You'd like a, like Johnny on the street. You just ask a random person. It's like, "Hey, is this legal?" It's like, "I don't even know how to spell." It's like, "Well." The uh, illiterate man says it's legal, so we're going to go by that, John. Back to you, Josh. Feels good. Feels good. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to this. Never saw this coming. Former Oscar nominee weighs in on Alec Baldwin's charges for rust shooting. You remember the guy who played General Zod in Man of Steel? He's been in a lot of movies. He's a very good actor. His name is um, the tragic shooter on the set of Rust World Rumor. Uh, an opinion about why actor Alec Baldwin had a live round of the gun on set leading to the death of cinematographer Haley Hutchins. The Santa Fe County, New Mexico district attorney slapped the 64 year actor with two counts of involuntary. Oh, two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Michael Shannon is his name. You know who that is? He was in, Oh my God. God. He, uh, he played um, general Zod and man of steel against. Henry oh, okay. Campbell. Yeah. 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 He I was the main you. dude. He's a very right. good. He was in Pearl Harbor. He was a supporting actor. A really weird looking guy. Exactly. But he's an amazing actor. He's a very good actor. Yeah. I don't know about that. Okay. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Yeah, today. Right. Don't, this don't, is my opinion. What the fuck are you talking? He's an amazing actor. He's very good. You fucking peasant. You fucking peasant. You don't see it. What? Watch the motherfucker act. He's got his own genre built around him. He's like he's a he's a weird dude, kind of like Christopher Walken. But but Christopher Walken's also a pretty damn good actor. Uh, Christopher Walken's good. Then, but, mm, not okay. that guy though. Oh my general god! Zod. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh my god. Anywho, <laughs> actor Michael Shannon, who handles guns on the set of his own films, spoke out about the Baldwin shooting and on-set safety protocols, saying the problem boils down to making the movie cheap. Talk about kick him when he's down, but he's going to, here's the deal. This is why it's, it's a political move. He's going to make an example of Alec Baldwin about protecting employees. He's getting, here's the deal. He's right. He's a hundred percent right. Like social justice came back in the form of actual justice to bite this fucking woke nor- moron, bite him in the ass. Listen to what this guy says. And he, he makes perfect sense. And it makes Alec Baldwin look like he doesn't give a fuck about the safety of employees. Hence he shot one of them. Yeah. Rust is an example of a problem I see in filmmaking more and more these days. 
on smaller productions, independent productions, the producers keep wanting more and more for less and less. They don't want to give you enough money. They cut corners ridiculously every which way, and they get away with it, he added later, elaborating by saying that the armorer is no place to cut corners. Shannon said Hollywood is looking at other options to enhance gun safety on set, including doing gunfire scenes and post-production with no more live firing on set. Another solution could mean removing gunplay from films altogether. That ain't never going to happen. They're going to pull out their fingers and go pew, 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 Everything pew, is CGI. <laughs> it just tells me that your actors are so incompetent, they can't even handle guns on the set that are unloaded. That are unloaded. That's how stupid your community is. Um, I can see that happening, though. It's like now we're, you know, according to American film, where all we can use is fake guns. They yeah. have to be plastic with orange tips. That's what it's going to be. But it's good you watch. You I mean, watch. I wouldn't doubt it. I could see it. It'll be wooden guns and they'll just be CGI. <laughs> Rubber band guns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another solution could mean giving up gunplay from films altogether. He said, arguing that thousands of films contain firearms use already exist. Firearm use already. Okay. Um, Chicago Tribune film critic Michael Phelps, who led the interview with Shannon, asked about a searing statement from the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Arts. Jesus, that's a large guild. <laughs> large name, placing the blame on the armor instead of Baldwin. The uh, prosecutor's contention that an actor has a duty to ensure the functional and mechanical operation of a firearm on a production set is wrong and uninformed. An actor's job is not to be a firearms or weapons expert, the statement read in part. Shannon agreed that checking the weapon is the armorer's responsibility instead of the actor, is telling Phillips that if checking weapons were actor's responsibility, you wouldn't need an armorer in the first place. Being an armorer is a hard job. Yeah, that's true, but legally speaking, that armorer is not guilty. That is, it doesn't matter what you think. It's a matter of law. That's, and that's why it's such a slippery slope. So I kind of understand why a lot of liberals don't get this. But it's like, that's the armorer's job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Based upon the concept of good. Based upon the concept of right. But the concept of law doesn't care. The concept of law is he who fires the round is he who committed the murder. That's just the way it goes. That's the truth. So what Shannon here says, like, it's never the actor's job. Then maybe actors go, I mean, you take acting classes, you take writing classes, you take all these classes, then go take a firearms basic safety class. Is that too much? I mean, I, I would think the left would be on board with this. More firearm safety? No? Nothing? All? Okay. So instead we should just ban the guns altogether. That's what it comes down to. That's why it's so stupid. It makes no sense. But again, Shannon is like, oh, you're so close. You're so close. He should have said it's the armor's responsibility, but it is also the actor's because the actor is the one handling the firearm. Now, I would have fired the armorer and never let them work in that business again, but the actor is the one that has to face charges. That makes sense to me, but yeah. He said, being an armorer is a hard and demanding job, and I was going into the ER and finding out your doctor isn't a real doctor, he said. Um, the Academy Award nominated actor shared that in his experience, ensuring gun safety on set is very, very meticulous, but bare minimum budgets and attempts to cut corners have increased risks on set. I'm not condemning Alec. I feel horrible for the guy. It's a nightmare. I feel terrible for everyone on that production, but this is what happens when you lowball and cut corners and hire people that may not be qualified and pay them next to nothing and then make the movie on the cheap, he said. People get jobs in this business because they're willing to work for a low enough fee. I see it all the time. Hmm. Yeah, it's you, almost like you get what you pay for. That's capitalist. <laughs> I mean, had the she guy was, just opened up the, the chamber armor, like, yeah. and just like spun it around and looked at it, that would have been it. Because a blank round does not look like a live round. No, They're not the same. But even still, 
That's so funny to me that he would just say that. It's just like, okay, bro. Like, okay. <sighs> but the armor they had, she she was like 21, wasn't she? She's like 21, 22. She was, she was a young woman. I'm just like, I would not hire an armor that's that young. I'm sorry. Just wouldn't. I want somebody that's seasoned and experienced. Yeah. But that young armor who's inexperienced probably, which she was clearly, is going to work for less. And that's what you get. You get what you pay for. But still, not her fault. I mean, she is partially at fault. Don't get me wrong. But legally speaking, she didn't kill him. Yeah. She should be fired. She should never work in that business again. But yeah. legally, like, she's not at fault. Alec I don't see is. that way. Alec. Alec is. Fuck Alec. Man, I was also going to say the Baldwin brothers. They've been really quiet. <laughs> I know. Well, cocksuckers. Like, you're not loud mouthy now. That's like, Stephen Baldwin. That Oh, he's even worse than Alec. Oh, they're horrible. He's a fucking just douche lord. He's like a, he's, he's not as bad as Rob Reiner. Like Rob Reiner is just going off the deep end. Like this, it is nonstop Trump. I know this, this guy is like, we need to like put Trump and Rob in a ring and let him have, cause this guy does not like, he wants him dead. It's like they're in love with him. Yeah. That's all they talk about. Reiner truly does have Trump derange, derangement syndrome. Like it's all, if they, you go look at his account, it's all he tweets about. Everything that's going on right now is the Republicans fault. Yeah. Biden's doing an excellent job. Yeah. Things are on the up and up. It, it's just madness. Like these yeah. people, it's like acting is good, a good job for him. Bro, no kidding, right? All you this have to dude, do is lie. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But here we are. Um, Non-binary teacher boasts on changing students' genders without parents knowing they need protection. This is grooming. Again, just... We're just gonna do a little social study here. A little, a little so okay. I haven't even I'm not even gonna read this article. I'm just gonna scroll down. I'm just gonna scroll down and show you a picture of this teacher. Now I want you to describe for me what you think this teacher looks like. Just I don't believe in stereotypes. I don't believe in generalizing. Yes, I do. Maybe some sort of a different hair color, a blue or purple, perhaps a gray streak. Josh has not seen this picture. Uh, what else? Maybe, Continue, sir. Continue, good sir. Maybe some sort of nostril rings. Mm, maybe some big gauge holes in her ears. You know what I'm talking about? Continue. Like Continue. Uh, and maybe a little overweight. Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. As we scroll down. <gasps> different color hair. Overweight. Nose rings. Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Sure as shit, folks. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Boom. You fucking nailed it. You shouldn't be stereotyping. Then stop fucking filling the stereotypes. Jesus. Uh, I know. <laughs> I think I have a crystal ball over here. Kobe. I know. <laughs> that was well done. Gotcha, man. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. This, this fruitcake. Look at this. No wonder people don't like you. You're unfuckable. Your hair is disgusting. I mean, look, you just, uh, and these are the people. These things are teaching your children. These things are trying to indoctrinate your children to be more like them so they can have allies. It's the, it's the singular percentile trying to be freak enough to increase their numbers because they want to be the majority. You are never going to be the majority. People do not like you. Because if you would have just accepted live and let live and then done your own little freaky thing, you'd have been fine. But you don't want that. In fact, you want more. You want way more. You want to control everything. You want people to bend in fear of you. No. 
just no, not going to happen. Fucking losers. But there you go. Go figure. Well done. Well done. That was a nice little thing. Thank you. Thank you. Gotta love this. The architect of critical race theory rakes in 100,000 for speeches, over 400,000 for academic positions. This bitch got rich. (laughs) You got rich pushing racism. Jeez. And she's black. I mean, go figure. Yeah, she's black, naturally. She's gonna she's gonna push this, you know. Yeah, she's living the dream. White, white man, the devil. Damn whitey, damn white man, keeping me down. As you get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be racist. Uh, Stop uh, oppressing me. <laughs> As she climbs into her Lamborghini, he's uh, like these white crackers like oppressing me. <laughs> Shut the fuck uh, up, bitch. Racism has never paid so well. Oh my right? god, these grifters and oh, they fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. Kimberly Crenshaw, the architect of the critical race theory, charges up to 100000 for speeches and garners more than 400000 per year from prestigious academic positions. All-American Speaker's website describes Crenshaw as a specialist on race and gender equality. Oh, I'm sure she does. And leading voice in calling for a gender-inclusive approach to racial justice interventions. For those that don't know, she's the woman that basically spearheaded this idea of these so far outlandish things like fitness is racist. Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's now she might not have invented that specific term, but she's the woman that birthed out this fucking cancerous just mass that has spawned into this. Out of this woman's mouth has come the most racist misandric bullshit possible. And she gets paid bank, so she ain't gonna stop. No. She ain't gonna stop. Can you blame her? Oh God, no! Well, I mean, if you ha- if you have a soul, if, if you, have you have a, a conscious- soul, and you're yes, like, well, yes, I mean, I but if she's just like she's after doing money, money and bro. trying to stack up the che- you know, the checks, oh, then yeah. yep. she's nailing it. She's she really is taking literally advantage of- making millions off of making white people feel guilty about being white. <laughs> and rest assured, though, folks, it ain't conservative money doing that. It's liberal money. So by all means, make yeah, your own long, rich. As long as it's not taxpayer funded. I don't, I don't care. And but. In a way, is in a way, it kind of is because if she's getting uh, these scholarships from these universities that have federal funding, yeah, yeah. it is taxpayer money. That would be Fuck. my my That's only beef. Yeah, that is true. Oh well, it's still, it's still kind of funny to me though. I'm not gonna lie, the grift, the grift that keeps on grifting. Like I look at them as I look at her types as like you're a uh, Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton, but a smarter version. You're a very much you're a much smarter version of them. The grift is there. Like they probably I will say uh, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton once probably stood for actual being anti ray Yeah. And they probably did it for the right reasons. I won't lie yeah. about that. But somewhere down the line, it just went too far. And you didn't know, like, once you'd cross the finish line. And now you have, it's kind of like you've won the war, but you keep making these minor little skirmishes as if they themselves are the war itself. And it's not. You're always going to have racism, but racism is not the majority thought of America. You want it to be, so it gives you a job, but that's just not true. Walk down, like, folks, again, Put the phone down, walk outside. Where are the burning crosses? Where where is the racism? They want it to be there. But at heart, they want you to be in lockstep with their line of thinking. It goes much deeper than that. It's brilliant if you think about it. Ah, uh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul News. He says, FBI will only be... This is the only time I've ever disagreed with Rand Paul. 
He says the FBI will only be reformed if we remove and replace the top 10% of the agency. That part's probably true. You probably get a lot of good foot soldiers over there that are trying to do it for the right reasons. And it's the corrupted top head. But the very existence of the FBI of itself, in and of itself is a violation of the Constitution. This is not. This is not small government. We do not need the FBI. We do not need the feds. I'm sorry. I do not agree with them. Again, any agency, any three-letter agency created by the government, if it can be controlled by the opposing political side, and your answer to the question of should that agency even exist in the first place, if it can be manipulated by the opposing political side, and your answer is no, then there you are for the FBI. Therefore, the FBI, the CIA, they should not exist. And if you think the CIA isn't, because again, it's illegal. The CIA is not allowed to spy on Americans. And if you believe that, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, they are spying on you, folks. Do not get it. And look, you can see in my, look, in my sleeves, there's no tinfoil. I'm not Alex. I'm returning the frog straight again. I can't make up my mind. There's no tinfoil here. The 100% they're, you're, they're spying. Come on. Don't play stupid. Do not play stupid. This is the same people, the Biden administration, that have lied to you. They had classified documents in a fucking garage that Hunter was bringing prostitutes into with his Corvette. Mike Pence has classified documents laying around. Now, here's the other thing, though, folks. I have to, uh, I, hate playing, I hate playing devil's advocate, but I'll fucking do it for this point. Um, classified documents, a classified document is a classified document. But just because it's classified does not make it like super, super secret squirrel top secret. There are certain levels to it. Don't get me wrong. But these classified documents, I'm wondering what's in them. Yeah, my concern is that I'm pretty, because they are not, this is how bad the press is. Yeah. These are not nuclear codes being left laying around. It's well, not that bad. When China gives the uh, University of Penn, what, like hundreds of millions of dollars, or was it like 60 or $90 million, something crazy like that. Yeah. Tens of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And then they pay Biden mm-hmm. $900,000. He claims to be a, prof- a professor of what? Exactly. <clears throat> Communism? So, and then when they're <laughs> storing documents over there and you have all these Chinese people that could come over and, yeah. and look at all these secrets or whatever it is. It seems to be a very sloppy job. A very, and you know who I blame? Number one, they themselves, the individuals, Pence, Trump, all of them. Yeah. Well, I, I can't even blame Trump because Trump had him locked up. He had him secured. Well, you know, and he was a president who could declassify <clears throat> that information yeah. as well. And when you're in contact with the, uh, yeah. uh, what do you call it? The, ar- the archive. Yeah. The National Archive. National Archive, yeah. And they're telling you what kind of lock to put on the door. and you're, yeah. Well, come to find out the guy who runs the National Archives is an avid Trump hater. Is he the same one that just got arrested? I don't know. The about FBI that. agent? Uh, no, I don't think it's him. There's a bigger story. Yeah, I saw that one. The FBI agent that investigated Trump for Russian collusion got busted for Russian collusion. Yeah. Again, uh, like you said before, whatever they accuse you of, they themselves are doing. I mean, it's it's not that hard to spot, right? No. But it's uh, but yeah, you have it's not a coincidence at this point. So he obviously wanted those... <clears throat> top secret documents for a specific reason. So he's got them in his garage. Mm-hmm. He's got them over here. They found them someplace else. Like they're all over the place. Well, you know, it could all, Oh, I can't, so it I, wasn't, I, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't no, just no, like no, packing no. shit up and just leaving. These are documents. These are classified uh, documents that he wanted for a specific reason. And it probably has something to do with his son, Burisma, Ukraine, no, China, I got, and Russia. I got to disagree with that one because think about this way: you're basically saying he left the evidence for people to find. I don't think so. Biden's not that no. sleepy. Let me let me give you let me give you my idea just here, and I, I I see where yours is coming from, and there could be validity to it. There very well could be. In my mind, in the field they work in, and I am not simping, and I am not justifying this for President Biden, but here's what I am thinking: 
when you work in that field, classified documents are fucking everywhere. Everything is classified, okay? And I'm not saying they're like, oh, there's nuclear... They're not handing out, they're not walking around with the most classified shit imaginable. It could be something classified as like, hey, what's the military... Just something minor, something minor. Everything is classified. Biden could have taken some of that shit home, said, I got to read through this stuff, kind of left it in the garage, forgot about... Just hear me out because it's sloppy. I, that's why, that's the question. That's why I beg the question of what were the documents about? Now, again, if they're classified, we're never going to find out. So all we can do is speculate. So at the same token, it's like, I see it from both sides. Your side is it's intentional. My side is it's sloppy. And both of them could be, are both right at the same time if you really think about it. Yeah. But I see where you're coming from. It, it, 100%. Did Trump intentionally? Yes. He even said it. He even had the Secret Service go in there, inspect, and give him a thumbs up so you just got to change the lock. You're good to go. Yeah. And then the FBI raids him. That's a clear weaponization of a three-letter agency that is a political narrative. So that FBI shouldn't exist. And then you got Biden. And what happens? The DOJ says, hey, can your lawyers go search it? So again- that is clear, blatant favoritism for one president over another. Well, you, and you, you know, the severity of classification has nothing to do with it. Classified is classified is classified. It doesn't fucking matter. Is all classified information, <clears throat> does it all have to be viewed in a special room? I, ooh, I don't know on that one. Because I, I think I think some is yes yeah, some like that's what these were yeah so oh that's what the, this has been a, the Biden I, ones? they call it they call it a skiff you where it's a, I don't know what the acronym stands for but it's it's got to be a a secured room to oh, where there's these no are the electrical. Biden ones you're referring to yeah oh I didn't know that yeah. I thought it was just classified documents I didn't know it was like because I if we have any I know we have some military intelligence guys that are probably watching right now yeah. I don't know the um the chain of order of uh, classification severity. I think that, and they're like secret, top secret. Like there's different levels yeah, to I it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't work in government. I've never been in the military well, or anything like that. Well, because you're successful, but- that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but reading this shit, it's like, yeah. uh, well, something's obviously off. We know Biden is a corrupt asshole. Yeah. And his son's a 100%. sick pervert. Yeah. He's a crackhead. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the point you're making there is like, what if you were the common bystander who wasn't really involved in the political process, but he's just looking at this from the outside, looking and saying, wait a minute. Okay, so President Biden is being told to turn in these classified documents that he's, he's had for over six years since he was vice president. This was not new. This was old. They've been in there for years. Okay. And then you look at Donald Trump, same thing, but they raid his compound. They, 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 they find all this stuff. And then you look and you make a comparison between the two. It's like, well, then what's the difference there? Clearly, there's a weaponization of a government agency to go after a certain president because the government hates him. But at the same time, that same president had some horrible pecs. So it's just kind of like, bro, you kind of picked the very, you picked your executioners. Yeah. Not really, because I mean, they're not going to get Trump on anything, but still. All they got Trump on was he paid $750 in taxes. And I'm just like, bro, good for you. Good yeah. for you. Uh, make that money, King. number. Yeah. Yeah, new shit. Whatever like Trump's to, accountant is, please. I'd like to get that information. That's why it's such a slippery slope because there's people like, you should do your part and pay your... And I'm just like, fuck you, dude. Like, you yeah, guys are sending right. our money to Ukraine. So no, I'm cool with people wanting to tax evade. Absolutely. Your shit's ridiculous. You don't represent the people anymore. Therefore, the people shouldn't have to pay you. Yeah. I mean, imagine like having a CEO that year after year, he is losing your company money. And yet then he gets a raise. That's what the government is. That's what Congress is. They continuously squander our money. They're putting us further into fucking national debt. The economy is complete shit right now. And then what do we turn around and do? We give, they give, or they give themselves raises. It's just beyond me. That's why Milton Freeman's idea of a congressional salary should be based upon the GDP of your demographic, your area. I am all about that. Absolutely. Nancy Pelosi should never have been paid shit. Because if you're not representing them, 
That's all there is to it. Yeah, I saw Josh Hawley introduce the uh, Nancy Pelosi Act to where they couldn't do any public trading or anything like that with yeah. them or their family members. Yeah. We'll say. We'll, we'll say. Just watch who votes against it. Just, yeah. just to say. That's going to tell you everything, folks. And here's the deal. Because we're waiting for this gotcha moment. And here's the crazy part about it. You'll see who votes against it. And ain't shit going to happen. Yeah. So-and-so voted again. Oh, my God. And then nobody fucking cares. Nothing. Nothing yeah. at all. That's why it's so sad. I don't. I think the. Uh, I think this Biden story is a lot bigger than the media is really letting on. I think so, so too. Because they just didn't find that shit. Somebody told them where it was. Yeah, that's a good point. Somebody had to narc on them. Somebody narked on them. They held on to it for several months before mm-hmm. they came to the National Archives and yeah. told them. Which you know, is going to make what, the Biden camp really scared. But I shouldn't scare, but very. Uh, paranoid because like who do we have in our ranks that's narking on us because now it's not a loyalist campaign to yeah. Biden now you got people that do want to see you fail and here's the crazy part those same people could be Democrats it oh. might not be Trump it could be the DNC establishment's way of kicking you the fuck out it's somebody yeah that's like, why it's Kareem such Jean-Pierre, a she can't even field yeah. any questions yeah she's like no we've been completely transparent <laughs> 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 Bitch, no, the fuck you haven't. Okay. Yeah, about as transparent as the uh, Trinity River. There you go. Oh, my God. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. We appreciate you tuning in here. Hey, if you like what you heard, go over to Locals. You can get there by going to our Rebel page and go subscribe over there. Or, hey, if you want to be notified when we go live to watch the actual live vodcast, go to allamericansavageshow.com, the website. we got some really good merch over there, some other stuff we got coming soon for you. So, again, it is allamericansavageshow.com. Go give us a look-see and sign up for the notifications for when we go live so you can be uh, in the know when uh, the show begins and you can watch live. If not, you can download the podcast wherever podcasts are downloaded, whether it be Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Music, Amazon. It's there. We're everywhere. We're like herpes. We just keep spreading. So again, we love you. We appreciate you. Share the video. Hit that thumbs up. Leave a good comment. Helps the algorithm. Uh, You got anything to add, my man? Yes, have a great day. Until tomorrow, I stand behind Alec. Literally. Literally.